Praise God. Anyone here glad they're saved today? Yes. Was anyone here not saved? <laughs> if you're not, please come and see me afterwards. Jesus died for you. Took your punishment, took your hell so that you could know his heaven. He loves you. Well, this morning, it's not going to be so much a word. I just want to get some clutter out of our hearts. Is that okay? Is anyone here got a cluttered heart? No. One of the young people said about having a tender heart. We all need tender hearts, don't we? It's so easy for a heart to become untender for such a word. Well, there is now. There's now a new word in the Oxford English Dictionary called untender. Okay. It's so easy walking through life for things to happen to us that our hearts get hardened. And God wants to keep keep our hearts in that place where they're soft. Because God loves soft hearts and people who are in love with him. We need to love him with our whole hearts. And this morning I want to just uh, share a bit about thankfulness. We should always be thankful, shouldn't we? Thankful people. It's one of the signs of being filled with the Holy Spirit. We would claim to be spirit-filled, charismatic Christians. Therefore, we should be a thankful people. For the over 50s, you may remember this. You remember that great psalmist, Ken Dodd? You remember him? Who wrote Psalm 151? You remember that? Thankfulness, thankfulness, the greatest gift that I possess. I thank the Lord that I possess this wonderful gift of thankfulness. You remember that? See? Does anyone remember the true version? I thought it was a great psalmist. I'll get you all singing that when we're finished. It's easy, isn't it? Now he was singing about happiness. If you chase happiness, you won't find it. If you chase God, you find happiness. But we should be a thankful people. I mean, if we're saved, we've got somebody to be thankful about, haven't we? Amen. Man. You know, Proverbs 4, verse 23 says this, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. The issues of life spring out of our heart. And I always want to be guarding my heart. Keep my heart in that right place. And sometimes that can be difficult, can't it? When we go through life and things happen to us. Or, you know, people say things against us. We don't like all these things can have an effect upon our heart. See, a, a thankful heart is a healthy heart. We want to have healthy hearts in the natural, don't we? Because if we don't have a healthy heart, we could actually end up dying. Well, we want to have a healthy heart in the spiritual, or we could also end up dying. We need healthy hearts. In the inside and in the outside. Prosperous soul. 3 John 1, 2 talks about, Beloved, I pray you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Prosper in all things. Think about that. Prosper in all things and be in health. Isn't that what we want? We want to prosper in all things and be in health, but the condition is, as our soul prospers, in other words, it's to do with the heart. A soul is a heart, it's to do with that. So we need to guard our heart 
if we want God to prosper us in every area of life. And whenever the end result, we are part of the process, some of the good stuff sticks to us, but so we can bless others, isn't it? I've got some work for you to do after this. I'm not doing all the work here today. I've got some stuff for you to do. As I said, it's not just a kind of normal word, this. I'm just wanting to study up a little bit, point a few things out, and then you've got something to do. If you want to leave now, lock that door up the back, will you please? (laughs) Thank you. Ephesians 5, verse 18 and 20. Do not be drunk with wine, which is wasteful, but be filled with the Spirit. They say the implication is there, be drunk with the Holy Spirit. Speaking to one another in sounds, well, just speaking to one another helps, doesn't it? <laughs> speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always. There is again giving thanks always. If we're filled with the Holy Spirit, we should be giving thanks for things. It should become a lifestyle for us. Anyway, we've got a problem. We do encounter difficulties and hardships and broken relationships and sickness and all sorts of things as we go through life. And these things can quench our thankfulness. These things have an effect upon our heart unless we deal with them properly. It's a bit like, you know, we've got a well, we've got a river within us. These things are like rubble that come and just fill our wells up and fill our rivers up. And it stops that water flowing. That's what happens is in life, as we go through life. I mean, I know people, and you probably know people, that are still talking about things that happened to them 10 or 20 years ago. And so they're stuck in the Christian life. They can't move on into the glorious future in Christ because they're still stuck away back there, playing the tapes and the videos and not sorting things out. And if we're in bondage to our past, it prevents us coming into the, our glorious Future in Christ. And we don't want that, do we? So we need to get our hearts sorted out. You know, Jesus, he says, you know, when people curse us and say all manner of things against us, we are still called to bless them. So we're not just blessing our friends and these people that say nice things. We're also to bless people that say nasty things. I wonder why he says that. I think it's because he wants a heart clean and pure. He, you know, when it comes to unforgiveness, we think, well, I'm not going to forgive that. I'm going to poison them. And the unforgiveness, what it does, it actually poisons us. And we end up poisoning ourselves because of unforgiveness in our heart. And that damages our heart. I mean, we wouldn't willingly choose to do things that damage our physical heart, would we? Or would we? Well, maybe we do. I mean, sometimes we do, I think. The things that we do and the stuff that we... But, you know, we wouldn't knowingly do something that was bad for our heart, would we? And it's the same with a spiritual heart. We shouldn't knowingly do things that are bad for a spiritual heart. We've got to guard our heart because out of it flow the issues of life. And so if our well's a bit bunged up this morning, and all of our wells are bunged up to a measure... Otherwise, there'd be a greater flow in the place. So we can see some of the problems and all the rest. What's the answer? Well, I think we need to remind us of what the Word says. In just a couple of verses, you know, in Ephesians, again, chapter 2, verse 4, it says, But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, because of his great love with which he loved us, and he goes on to say, even when we were dead in 
in our sin, God saved us. That's amazing grace. None of us deserve to be saved. But out of God's great love with which he loved us, when we were unbelievers, God still loved us. He loved us before the creation of the world. It's hard to get your head around these things. But he loved us before the creation of the world. And just reminding ourselves of that should maybe begin to stir up some thankfulness in our hearts. As Psalm 103 says this, Bless the Lord, O my soul. That just means to gratefully praise, actually. As being thankful to gratefully praise. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Well, that's something to be thankful for. Who redeems your life from destruction, something else. Crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things, so your youth is renewed like the eagle. Well, that'll do me. Fly off. The benefits of God who forgives all your sins, who heals all our diseases, who redeems our life from destruction. You know, we can always have a fresh start in God no matter where we are today, no matter what we've done. When we come to Jesus and genuinely repent in our heart, we're forgiven, we're washed clean in the blood of Jesus and we get a fresh start. I wonder how many people you know or many people who don't yet know Jesus that would love a fresh start in life. People that are so messed up, probably wishing, I wish I could start my life all over again. And we can start our life all over again every time we come to Jesus. No problem too big for God to handle. No matter what we've done, when we're honest in our heart and ask for God to forgive us, He forgives us and cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Man, we should be thankful for that. We should be so thankful. All these benefits. Loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies our mouth with good things. Who satisfies our mouth with good things. I wonder what's coming out of our mouth sometimes. Can God satisfy our mouth with good things? You see, part of clearing out the rubble, I believe, is... Sometimes we need to repent of all the grumbling and complaining. And it's so easy to do that, isn't it? It's so easy to grumble and complain and to be negative. But God doesn't want that. He wasn't pleased with the Israelites when they grumbled and complained. God doesn't like that. He doesn't like grumbling and complaining. We need to change what comes out of here. And begin to thank God again for his love and for his goodness. We need to guard our tongues afresh. And begin to speak out these things that agree with God and his word. When we do that, something begins to happen in our heart and spirit. We become aware of the life of God within us again. And thankfulness begins to rise up within us. Because we're clearing away some of the rubble. These things that have cluttered up our hearts and our spirits. And that's where God wants us to be. So what we're going to do, I said it's not a normal word. You've now got about five minutes. And I want all of us
to ask God if there's any grumbling, complaining, or negative things in our lives we should be repenting of that stops us being thankful in our hearts and spirits. Once we've done that, well, then we won again. Is that okay? Father, just loose your Holy Spirit in this place. Holy Spirit, would you search our hearts? See what's in there, Lord. And show us any rubble that may be clogging up a well or preventing the river to flow. Any grumbling, any complaining, any things that are not pleasing in your sight, Father. Would you show us now? Would you show us now, God? In Jesus' name, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the price you paid, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Father, thank you when we confess our sins, you're faithful and just to forgive us. Amen. We get a fresh start. Wash clean in the blood of the Lamb. Thank you. Okay, can you now think of five things to thank God for in your life? Just begin to thank God in your own life for five things, five different things to thank God for in your life. People used to say years ago, didn't they count your blessings one by one? Helps us keep a thankful heart, doesn't it? Okay, if you've uh, 
giving thanks for God, who's bold enough to come up here and thank God publicly? For either the things you've prayed about or to thank God for something else. And then we're going to worship again. Reese, could you in the worship group come up, please? God loves to hear our thankfulness. It shows that we're grateful for all he's done for us. It honors the price that Jesus Christ paid on the cross. Just thank you, Jesus, for so great a salvation. Just thank thank you. you for thank you for your awesome salvation. Thank you for it. I thank you for what you've done with our grandson Charlie. Healed him, brought him home safely this week. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for your Holy Spirit that comes and dwells in us. Thank you, thank you, Lord, and for all my family and the family here, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Jesus, for your salvation. Thank you for your blood. Thank you for each and every one of my family members, especially my mum, my dad, all my relatives, sisters and brothers in the Lord Jesus Christ as well. Thank you for family. Thank you. Yes, Lord, I want to say thank you for family too, and I thank you, Lord, for the wonderful things you're doing in the relationship with me and my daughter, Leanna, at the moment. Thank you. Just thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that you're there when we call. Thank you for your wonderful love. Father God, I thank you this morning. I thank you especially for provision for Michael. Um, giving us provision for him to go to Rock Nation's last minute. And Father, thank you that as he came back, he came back as a changed person. And he said his life will never be the same again. And I thank you for washing away all the difficult issues that were um, giving him a difficult time in his life. Father, I'm so grateful. I thank you for my children. I thank you for my family. I thank you, Father God, even for the blood of Jesus that keeps us well and healthy. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Let's keep coming. Come on. God loves this. This honors the Father for the sacrifice of his Son. It doesn't have to be long, just short. Yes, I want to thank God for his love that he poured in my life. And I'm able to love people. And yes, it's just because of him. And I want to thank God for my husband who fears the Lord. And thank you for my family. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I want to thank you for this church and my friends and for everyone who's encouraged me and helped me walk in my faith with God and even through difficult times. And just, yeah, thank you for your love and your provision and your faithfulness in my life. Thank you. Thank you, God, for all the things that you do in my life. And I thank you, God, for my wife, whose love is unconditional. Amen. Thank you. Many more keep coming. This is good. God loves this. Jesus paid the price. We love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your presence in my life and my family. And thank you for Chris in our lives. And it's a wonderful gift for us. Uh, thanks for my, for my mother and father and a, and a loving brother. 
and thanks for thank you jesus for being as part of your kingdom thank you lord for the love you have shown us again and again in jesus name amen thank you isn't it good father thank you it's i'll come down thank you lord for your presence for your giving me the ability to defy the doctors that said I'd never walk at the age of 16 and I'd never have children and for your continual healings in my life thank you amen thank you thank you thank you do you want to try something dangerous now how about How about if we all walked around and just thank God for one another as a family of God? How about just doing that? Walking around and just say, when you get to some, I just thank God for you in Jesus' name. Go to someone else, I just thank God for you in Jesus' name.